The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Conversations on life, style, beauty, and relationships. It's the Velvet's Edge Podcast with Kelly Henderson. Okay, I'm here with Clara Belden, who is the founder of The Happy Hour in Nashville. So this is a new business, and actually, when the first time I drove by, I thought it was a bar. Do you get that a lot? <laughs> we get that a lot. Yes. Yeah. Luckily, we're in a neighborhood that has a lot of other bars and places to get drinks that we can uh, not disappoint people too much. Yeah. <laughs> so you started this company actually, how long ago was this? It was during COVID, right? Well, yeah. So we started it a little before COVID. We started doing um, pop-ups back in 2017. Um, and then we took it vir- everything virtual during COVID before yeah. we found our space um, here in 12 South. So what made you decide to start a business like this? Yeah, well, my passion for mental health and and just kind of personal experience in it goes back to as as far as I can remember, to be honest with you. Um, uh, I had a lot of family members and loved ones across generations, um, starting with older aunts and uncles that really suffered from different mental health struggles kind of across the board, across the spectrum. And even though everyone's experience was different, the same thing, the, the common theme was that nobody wanted to talk about it. No, even when they were ready to talk about it and get help, it's such a taboo thing that it was so hard and confusing, like where to even start. What's the first step to, to getting help? Um, which is crazy because 20 for before COVID, 20% of Americans will struggle from a mental health disorder. And that's just people who have been diagnosed, you know, and so it's something that impacts all of us. So it's always been a huge passion of mine. Um, And then fast forward many years, I I went to um, business school here at Vandy. And I always knew like when I was going back to business school, I wanted to eventually start a business that would help the community in some way. Um, But before I did that, I went to work at, um, a big corporation doing brand marketing. So I could really get an understanding of how to, to run a business. Um, when you're in brand marketing, you're kind of like the CEO of your brand. Um, and so that was really great. But then I started to experience my own mental health struggles. Um, I remember 
before I left there, I took one of those like online assessments for anxiety. I don't know if you've ever done that, but they're no. out there. And um, well, don't do it. But no, um, I was going to say I'd be off the charts. I'm sure. <laughs> I mean, it's it's like Googling. Do I have X, right, Y, Z right. um, diagnosis? But I was, yeah, I, I was off the charts. I think I was one point away from the highest you could get. Mm. And I was like, and this is me, mental health advocate, right? Like know how to take care of yourself, really into self-development and personal development. And I was kind of just like, how did I let myself get here? And I've got to make a change. And right about the same time, my cousin actually, who shares passion for the same reasons, um, she actually had the original idea. She would, you know, she came to me and was like, what if we worked on a business that made it is just as easy to talk to a therapist as it is to go get your nails done. Mm. And I was like, that's awesome. Like what a great idea. Now, after actually executing it, it's, it wasn't like quite as easy to, um, you know, just to make it that simple, but that's kind of what sparked the idea. And so um, very long story short, we really just did this to make it approachable to talk about your mental health, to make it even cool to go work on your mental health. Cause it is cool. It's just as cool as going to a yoga class or, or anything yeah. else. I do feel like in 2021, maybe the stigma around therapy or talking through your feelings and all of those things is slightly starting to fade away. And people are really starting to understand how beneficial this can be to your life in general, not even just your mental health, but every relationship you have, your jobs, just every part of your life. Are you seeing that stigma kind of fade? Absolutely. Yeah. I think it was kind of starting, you know, some more celebrities and things like that were starting mm -hmm. to talk about it. And then when the pandemic hit, I mean, it was something mental health struggles of some sort was something that every single person experienced, you know, yeah. and so yeah. it made it so much more top of mind and, and permissible to start talking about. Well, that's, I was actually going to ask you if COVID affected your business at all in a positive way, because Unfortunately, like I've heard it said a million times that this was a collective trauma that we all faced. And so what kind of things were you guys seeing as far as mental health goes during the pandemic? I think the biggest thing that we were seeing during the pandemic, well, there, there were two. One was burnout, um, just because you're, a lot of people's offices went into their house, right? Mm -hmm. And like, there were no boundaries. You're always on your workplace knows like that you're not going out and doing anything because everything is shut down. So people were just like working around the clock and also worried about losing their jobs because so many people were getting laid off, which is very understandable. Um, and then the other thing we saw that was, I think a positive is that the pandemic really force people to slow down in a lot of ways, but also to like take stock of their life, to take inventory of their life and what they were doing. And they're like, why am I doing this job? Or why am I doing this thing every day that doesn't bring me purpose and fulfillment? You know, it just kind of changed the perspective and people were able to take a step back and say like, I want to make a change for mm -hmm. the second act of my life to, to do something that makes me happy. That's so interesting. I didn't realize that was a collective feeling because I definitely went through that. I think it's like the pause, like you said, it made you stop and think. And then also, I know for me, a lot of my job disappeared because the industry disappeared. And so I was left to be like, wait, is this actually fulfilling me or what parts of it are and what parts of it are? Am I just so deep into every day that I don't even realize I don't like doing it anymore? You know, like it's just sort of like yeah. mindlessly going through life. Did you yeah. see a lot of that? 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I've been guilty of this before too. It's like you, because that's where you spend most of your time, like your identity becomes so wrapped up in your job, whether you like it or not, you know, right. it's, just, it, it, it's hard for people to realize what they actually do enjoy outside of work. Yeah. I mean, that was honestly, the identity piece was a huge part for me was just like, who am I without this? <laughs> you know, once it goes yes. away, it's, it was like a, I feel like it was almost like we all had a midlife crisis, even if you aren't midlife. <laughs> like We totally did. Yeah. It, it stripped you of all the extra stuff and right. just made you look at yourself and who you are. Yeah. Well, so I kind of do- dove into why you started this business without even mentioning what the business actually is. It's not a bar. It's called the happy hour. <laughs> um, but you guys do offer, you offer therapy, correct? Mm-hmm. And then you also mm-hmm. offer coaching, which I want to talk about both of those things later, but it's one building that people can go. You can either do individual sessions or group sessions. Um, I spent a lot of time on your website the past day or so, and I was reading the one tagline that says, we're here to make the world a happier place, one conversation at a time. So in your experience, like a question I would have towards that, as a collective, do you think that we have a hard time talking about hard things? I do. I do. You know, we, I I think things are changing. Um, but I think at least how a lot of us were, were brought up, it was like kind of shove it under the rug. Don't talk about it. If there's something wrong with you, it might be used against you or it'll close up opportunities for you. And what that's done to so many people has, has created this like shame culture, like and it's most people have the most shame towards themselves. Right. Um, I, I can't do anything wrong. I can't mess up. Um, and because people feel like they can't talk about the hard stuff, they can't Mm. talk about what's going wrong in their lives when little do they know that like, this is something is going wrong in everybody's life. Right. That's so interesting. It's like comparing, um, outsides and insides. My mom Mm -hmm. always says that, you know, you can't compare your insides to someone else's outsides because you just never really know what's happening with people. I love that saying. Yeah. Why do you think that we have such a hard time talking about this kind of stuff? Do you think that it's, we just weren't ever taught to do these kind of things? Or do you think that it's just the vulnerability of it as a society? We're not comfortable with that. Yeah, I think it's both. I think for our age, anyways, I think, you know, our parents certainly weren't taught to talk about their feelings. And so then they probably, for the most part, I don't want to generalize everybody, but they weren't teaching us to talk about our feelings. And it was kind of this just like grin and bear it and get through it and be tough. And that's how you become successful. Um, I also think, you know, some people confuse vulnerability as weakness, Mm. but what I always tell people is like vulnerability, it doesn't have to be like you or me out here telling everybody our deepest, darkest secrets. It's just sharing the true parts of you with the people who have earned that from you, you know, and that's, that's, something that Brene Brown talks about a lot. Yeah. Say more about that. The people that have earned more earned that, that, I don't know. What'd you say? I I don't know. You said it it way better than I'm trying to say it over again, but you said that that people need to earn that right, I guess, to know that those parts of you. Yeah. So I just, I think there's a misunderstanding with vulnerability that you have to get on Instagram and share every deepest, darkest piece of mm-hmm. you to everybody you don't know. And if, if you want to, that's totally fine. But that it makes vulnerability really scary to people, right? And so being able, I think of vulnerability, and this is Brene Brown talks about this a lot, as sharing the real pieces of you, the good and bad, 
with the people who are close to you, who have earned your trust and who have earned that right into your, your life, if that makes sense. Yeah, that does make sense. And I do feel like, especially with the social media world, a lot of us have feel that pressure, you know, to say like, this is all the parts of me or whatever. And sometimes people haven't earned that right. And especially with the trolling culture and the cancel culture and all of that stuff. It's like, if you say, if you say something and you say it in the wrong way or whatever, and especially if you feel like you're being vulnerable and trying to show yourself to people, that could be a very difficult piece of that because some people just can't handle it or can't process it, or they don't deserve to know that about you. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. If you know anything about me, you know I am a massive creature of comfort. It is one of my top priorities in life to make my surroundings comfortable at all times. So when I found Cozy Earth, I quickly scooped up all of the luxurious bedding and loungewear that I could. It felt very on brand for me, but then I went on a trip with a girlfriend not too long ago where she could not stop commenting on how cute and comfy my pajamas were, which then made me realize they may also be my new favorite travel companion as well. Guys, I am not kidding when I say you will experience unmatched softness and smoothness with all of Cozy Earth's products. The temperature-regulating bamboo joggers and pullover crew add comfort and a touch of style to any travel ensemble, and their bedding comes in the most adorable totes, making it a super easy gift to give anyone. Discover your next destination for ultimate comfort at Cozy Earth. Visit CozyEarth.com and use our code VELVETSEDGE at the checkout for an exclusive 35% off and let them know we sent you when you're at the checkout. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where... A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. On Purpose's mission is to create impactful conversations to help you become happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. You'll be laughing, crying, and have so many impactful takeaways after this interview. I had this, like, you know, homie lover friend for a long time. He's very disrespectful to me, very kind of messed up to me. But in my mind, we could get married. We had the most beautiful babies. He handsome. I'm pretty. Like, it would be so cool. He's smart and intellectual. I'm kind of smart, I think. Like, it would be fun. We have the best conversations. Like, we have fun. But then he would treat me like crap. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. So those are the kind of things you guys work on at the happy hour. So we mentioned that it's both therapy and then also 
the coaching. And when I actually came in with a group of friends of mine and we did a coaching intention setting class. And so I asked you, I was like, what's the difference between therapy and like life coach or coaching? What is, what is the difference? Yeah. So both therapy and coaching really help you to get a better understanding of yourself and the world around you. Um, the main difference between the two is that coaching focuses on the here and now and moving forward. Whereas okay. therapy can focus on the past. It can help you work through past traumas. And, and that's another thing. People think trauma has to be something huge, um, but there's big T and little T, right? Like everyone's trauma is their biggest trauma. And so yeah. Um, therapy can help kind of work through that, work through any past, um, relationship things to bring you up to the present to the point where you're ready to take steps forward. You kind of process the past and then life coaching helps you to define what success is for yourself personally, professionally. And then the life coach is there to help you kind of map out a plan to, to reach mm -hmm. your goals. Yeah. So my friends and I came in and we did, I think you called it an intention setting class, right? It was like setting the intentions for our, our year ahead. And yeah. I have never done anything like that, but it was one of the most cool experiences to, to go through with my friends. Um, one for the vulnerability piece that we mentioned earlier, because as much as you spend time with your friends, it's so interesting because you can hear about, you know, the bad stuff happening in their life or, um, the drama, the relationships, the hard parts of work and all that stuff, but hearing someone's intention or desire or needs and wants is a whole different layer of relationship to me. Like it was so cool to hear my friends openly talk about things that they felt like they struggled with and then things that they also felt like they needed and wanted to take into their year. Um, how often are you getting like groups of friends or I don't know, you I read on the website, you guys also do like corporate events. So how does that work? Where would people go if they are so somehow like interested in this? Like talk a little bit through that experience. Yeah, sure. So we offer um, a lot of different workshops that have specific topics to them that anybody can sign up for through our, our website. Like we've got a sound bath coming up. We have a workshop coming up in June on re-entry, like into your, mm -hmm. like how you want your life to be post COVID because gosh, re-entry is just so overwhelming for everybody. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then for anything with like friend groups, if you want to bring your own like set of people in or corporate workshops, we like to really customize that, right? Because if you're bringing your group of friends in, we want to make it something that's really specific to what you're looking for. And so that's, you would just call us or email us and we could kick off that, that process for you. Okay. So if people listening are like, ah, oh, this sounds cool and stuff, but like, I don't know where to start or what I would need. How, mm -hmm. what, how do you guide people through all the offerings that you have? Yeah, totally. So typically I'll just tell them to call us. We have a, um, our licensed therapist, our licensed professional counselor, Tanya, who is also our director of professional services, she will have a phone call with you and kind of talk through what you're looking for. Um, and she'll help you decide, like, should I come in for a class? Because we offer daily classes as well that don't go quite as deep, but they teach you kind of like mindfulness skills and, mm. and stress reducing skills. Um, or like, hey, I think you should you talk to a life coach pr privately, or I think you should start with a therapist. And then when you're ready, you're ready to move to a life coach, that kind of thing. So okay, um, yeah, calling calling at the office to talk to her. Or if you're like, I've been to therapy before. I know I want to do coaching now. You just go onto the website and you can book then and there. And one thing that we 
kind of that sets us apart is that you can get in to talk to somebody when you're in the midst of a problem. So it shouldn't take you more than a day or two, if that, to, to come see somebody the way that our model is set up. So if you're going through something, you don't have to wait for, I don't know, weeks or even months to, to get in to talk to somebody. Yeah. I was going to ask you why this would be less intimidating to people than, than actually just like specifically searching for a therapist or um, maybe even being referred to someone else. Why do you feel like this model works? Well, one, I think because of that, um, but also just because of our space, um, you know, it's the way that it's designed. Everything is super intentional um, to bring you into a place of calm. Um, we, you know, talk a lot about how igniting your five senses can can really ground you. And so we designed the space to do just that. Um, and it's also in a really cool neighborhood next to a yoga studio, which is next to a really great restaurant, which is next to a shop. And so we're among other businesses that are, are popular. And it's not, you know, in a doctor's office somewhere that's in a scary place. It's, it's a really fun place to be. And what about, do you guys offer like Zoom meetings and things like that? Because, you know, a lot of my listeners are not in Nashville. So if there are any, is there anyone, if there is anyone listening that is not in town, do you have any offerings that we could tell them about? Yeah. So for out of town or out of Tennessee people, they could do coaching with us. But the way that licensure is set up for the licensed therapist, um, they would not be able to um, do therapy via Zoom unless the person lived somewhere in Tennessee um, because okay. you have to, for therapists, you have to have license for that state that you're practicing in. Um, but for coaching, we can see people virtually. Um, and even for people who are at home right now and still aren't quite comfortable getting out um, just because of COVID reasons, uh, we can, we can do virtual for that for, for anything. Cool. Well, my intention or my word that we picked in the intention setting class was truth. And so one of my truths is that therapy and doing all of the talk, talk therapy and intention setting and all of that has greatly helped my life improve. And so I'm really glad there's places like this and I hope that they continue to grow and people continue to be more comfortable with this kind of stuff and just connecting and talking things out because you're not alone. And, um, I just really feel like we need to normalize this sort of help for ourselves. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate that so much. Yeah. This is like, why don't we teach this in school? This is what I've always, I'm like, I never use geometry. Why am I learning geometry? <laughs> I know. You know what they're starting to though, which is amazing. So my Good. daughter is, is three and a half and she came home from school with all these books called little spot of emotion. And there's like a little spot of sadness, a little spot of happiness, a little spot of anxiety. And it literally teaches you about them and it teaches you, they don't call it mindfulness, but it teaches you mindfulness tools to help you get through whatever emotion you're experiencing. Good. This is yeah. happy. We need to start. I know. Young. Like why? I know. We just need to teach this. It's not once you start doing it. And I think the awareness piece happens, things do get a lot easier and you can see, Oh, this doesn't make me crazy. This actually makes me stronger, more courageous, all of the yes. things more vulnerable, more peaceful, all of those things, but we're just not taught that. Yeah. It's, it's so funny. You say that actually, somebody said to me, they were like, you, you went to therapy. I always thought you were like so strong and smart and had it all together. And I was like, you're like, I am, what do you, I am. <laughs> and, and why do you think I am? Yeah. <laughs> because I now have the tools to be able to, to keep my life together. Yeah. Let's switch that narrative. I like that. I know it is actually strong. It is smart. It is sexy. It's all the things. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh my gosh. If a guy, I mean, I, I'm married, but if a guy tells me that like, 
oh, I've been to therapy. I'm like, that is so attractive. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> That's like my number one requirement. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like, oh, you can handle your emotions and you're yeah. aware of, of what you're feeling and, and how to get through that emotion. Yeah, totally. Well, Clara, thank you so much for being here. Tell people where they can find you guys. Yeah. So you can find us at thehappyhournash.com. Um, and we're located on 12 South. So if you're ever in the neighborhood in, in 12 South Nashville, just stop on by. Awesome. And you guys are on social media at the happy yes. hour. Yeah. We're at the happy hour underscore Nash. Awesome. You guys go check out the happy hour and let's keep this conversation going about openness and vulnerability and talking through our problems. Let's just talk through. Yeah. I love that. All right. Thanks so <laughs> much for listening. And Clara, thank you for being here. Thanks for listening to the Velvet's Edge podcast with Kelly Henderson, where we believe everyone has a little velvet and a little edge. Subscribe for more conversations on life, style, beauty, and relationships. Search Velvet's Edge wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Claim comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. Well, how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 